Cold Cans Nation, before the show, I have a quick reminder for you. This is very quick. Blink and don't miss it. Blink your ear uh, drums and they'll miss it. You have to listen closely. That's how quick this is going to be. Athletic Brewing Company believes you shouldn't have to sacrifice your ability to be healthy, active, and at your best to enjoy great beer. So they created an innovative lineup of refreshing, non-alcoholic craft beers that you can order online in this uh, crazy world of 2020. That's a good thing. Uh, keep drinking good beer. Stay healthy. Order it online at athleticbrewing.com. Uh, you can order merch there, too. And if you're a first-time buyer on athleticbrewing.com, you can enter a promo code coldcans25. That's coldcans25 at checkout. You get 25% off your first order. So do it. I highly encourage it. That's how quick this was. They had to encourage it highly. I couldn't make it a slow burn. Had to be a highly encouraged action for you to take. Go to athleticbrewing.com today. Promo code coldcans25. And you'll be a very happy boy or girl. If you had attended the graduation ceremony of Little Wolf High School in Manawa, Wisconsin in 1975, you may have heard the name Mitch Patrie called. And perhaps in attendance that day was a junior in high school named Randy Glock. And perhaps that same year they would have been tempted by a brand new beer offering called Miller Lite. This was a rebrand after its first inception called Gabliger's Diet Beer in 1967. However, in 1975, they changed the name and their marketing strategy when they heavily marketed using masculine pro sports players and other so-called macho figures of the day, much like Randy and Mitch continue to be to this day. Miller Lite did this in an effort to sell the key, the key beer-drinking male demographic. And it worked, where the previous light beer iterations had failed, and Miller's early production totals of 12.8 million barrels quickly increased to 24.2 million barrels by 1977 as Miller rose to second place in the American brewing marketplace. Miller Lite was always brewed as a true American pilsner. It tasted great, it was less filling, and it was the original light beer. And that was no accident. Of course, the world has changed in 2020. The times change, but some things never do. The best times are spent together with our best friends drinking a few beers. Perhaps Mitch and Randy shared the Miller Lights in the early days, and perhaps their offspring, us, Nick and Joey, will share the same exact formula today with the same enjoyment. And that's why Miller Coors started brewing Miller Lite in 1975, why they made it taste great originally, and why they'll never stop. It's for Miller Coors, for Randy, for Mitch, Nick, and myself, it's Miller time. was fun it will probably connect in few ways to what we talk about today but <laughs> it was worth it and well done yeah classic well, thank you clock intro yeah i mean hey if the podcasting had been around perhaps mitch and randy would have uh done the same thing we're doing right now yeah i remember my dad told me he and his friends wrote a screenplay when they were kids no way i don't know what it was about oh i don't know if you he remembers to get more details about Dad, that let me know if you remember i i want to believe it was kind of a slapstick comedy mm. or would it have been like an action uh, shoot 'em up it might have been sports related honestly maybe uh 
Friday Night Lights type. Oh, you know, perhaps set in Lindsay Field <laughs> in Manawa, Wisconsin. A reference which all of our listeners will pick up on. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. It was that's called cool. "Couldn't Be Prouder." <laughs> After the popular fight song. We're from Manawa, couldn't be prouder. Can't hear us now, we'll yell a little louder. And then you say a little bit louder. Yes. That we are and from Manawa yes. and couldn't be prouder. Well, I couldn't be prouder to to, uh, to enjoy another Miller Lite with you, Nick. Yeah. Cheers. This is Cheers. episode one re, redone. This was the first beer we ever did. Mm. We're finally coming back to it for a new opportunity. How's for sips? Yeah, it tastes like Miller Lite. I, I still don't really um, like this one, but... <laughs> We'll see how it goes down. It's a tall boy. I got time to come around on it's it. It's a great American Pilsner. You don't mm. like it at first. You have time to come around <laughs> on it. Um, I, I the, the reason that the the cold open resonated as we were kind of doing our research, we both were like, this mm. could work. It's because we've been talking a lot about how different the world is right mm. now. And it led me to think, well, if we're going to re-examine Miller Lite, it's in, it would be interesting to, and I should have had this up from the get-go, It'd be interesting to re-examine what's changed between episode one sure. and now. So we ran... Certainly the sound quality has changed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we it's because the world's changed. We ran Miller Lite on April 7th, 2017. Um, so wow. it's been just over three years of this podcast. Mm-hmm. These This is the early years of the Trump era. America wasn't quite mm-hmm. great again yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we were still on our way there. And God knows we've got there between then and now. God willing, we'll have four more years of it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was thinking we were in isolation. I've been telling you, I, I've been a bit anxious, a bit down. Mm-hmm. And the thing that has uh, become evident during isolation is the 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 truth of what I actually valued in my life. Mm-hmm. Versus what I thought I valued when times were good. And times were good, I was like, I like this and this. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. And then, you know, obviously for everyone, everything, the world stopped uh, turning for, yeah. for people. And, you know, I, uh, both of us have been fortunate where we're, we've maintained our health. And, you know, most people around us that we know and care about and love are, have they been able to do the same. But nonetheless, everyone's lives are impacted, myself included. And the things that I miss the most... We're in that Miller Lite tagline. I was reading Miller Lite copy of like... Great copy. I like sitting around. I've always... What I miss the most is sitting around like making my friends laugh and, mm-hmm. you know, having them try and make me laugh and having beers is one way to kind of do that. Mm. Uh, and it's it's heartbreaking to not have that in my life anymore. In fact, that's like sure. I would say the thing I miss the most. Sure. Uh, that we can't do that without some feeling. You're of not a wartime president. No, That's I'm why not. you're for the good times only. Uh, I'm Jimmy Carter. You're Jimmy Carter, yeah. We don't need you for these four years, baby. Um, yeah, I think that's a totally uh, like fair point to bring up. Or like, I think it's cool that it this time has allowed you to focus on the things that do really matter. So that ideally you would prioritize them. You know, when the world does go back to some form of normal. Yeah. Um, so. With the friends gathering and, and drinking beers and stuff, do you feel like that has changed a little bit now when we are reopening, like, somewhat? Like, in Seattle, for instance, you can go to bars, like, outdoor patios at 50% capacity or whatever it is. Like, is that scratching that itch or is it still, like, the specter of, like, a pandemic behind it all still? 
no, holding the, that back. The specter of the pandemic and the reality of I don't want to put anybody in harm's way and sure. I don't want to make this thing worse. So part of what I love about going to the bars or even just hanging out at each other's houses in a in normal world before all of this mm-hmm. was how quickly that melted away anxieties how quickly Mm. if if, i don't want to even say it was it's a distraction because it's something i value in life like that is life for me Mm -hmm. is again doing dumb bits and gags and and laughing with my friends and and what that did is it it i i didn't have to worry about the things that didn't matter anymore um when i was able to do that and so now in this world going forth and doing that is too that's too selfish and too i, mm-hmm. I i'm really right, with guilt right you can't live that way yeah yeah and i don't i don't want to say okay it's theoretically open let's all pack into a bar let it baby yeah yeah probably make some happy hour specials to take it uh, exactly let's make everybody uncomfortable that is there serving us and they're there because they don't want to be unemployed anymore right but they're not thrilled that we're in there right um and so i i don't have that itch scratched at all in fact it's it's almost the opposite it's sure like i I would feel awful. I feel like I'm taking advantage of everyone to have my little mm-hmm. moment of joy. It, I guess the reality is I also understand people's inclination to go back and do that because I think a lot of people value human relationships. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think maybe most people just don't understand how how that's impacting the world at large right now. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I, don't, I don't have that itch scratched in the slightest because yeah. if I exercise it at all and, and we're we're out there doing something i have guilt for days afterward and yeah I, I feel like i was being irresponsible yeah and i think that speaks to i heard somebody say this i forget who it was it was on a podcast i think they said like caring about things that don't matter is such a luxury and we don't have that right now yeah. so like sports is one thing it doesn't really matter not that i mean having a social life and having friends does matter like right. having community does matter and in some ways this time has revealed that more or like you've been able to lean on community more just maybe not in the same ways that we have before yep um but yeah things like going to the movie theater going to bars having music festivals whatever it is like those are a luxury to be able to care about that and like get worked up about like missing it or whatever that's such a luxury um so it's it is a lot to ask for us to like shut down our lives and the things that we like used to care about so much um yeah, I don't know. It's it's not an easy way to live for sure, but I think the thought is like this collective action we are all taking is for the greater good. Of course. But when it's, you know, not always recognized by everyone or, or um, enacted by everyone, then it sort of feels like it's all for naught. I feel like yeah. that's what stuck with me through all of this with the recent resurgence of the positive tests. and Yeah, this and is being things. recorded it feels in like July 1st. Yeah. So as of right now coronavirus went up in march and april and went down and now we're kind of in the middle of where we were right at the, so to it your just point. sort of feels like yeah all of that was for nothing like three months of being shut down three months of not being able to go out and do much three months of closing the business down like all yes. of that is sort of was for nothing at this point yeah so then it feels like you know doing your due diligence by staying away and, and staying away from bars and wearing masks almost when you see everyone else not doing it it just feels like altruism it doesn't feel like you're actually not even ultra it feels like just an empty gesture like we're doing our part but right. what impact are we possibly making like you need everyone to do their part and so it doesn't mean that absolves us so fuck it we should all mm-hmm. say screw it and go forth and and do what we 
please. But it's a tough thing to grapple with. To to feel like you're doing the right thing just to take solace in that is is really difficult. So while yeah. I'll continue to do it, it isn't easy to do. Yeah. Um, so, and so back on that topic, like what else has sort of made it clear to you that you actually value in life that you maybe um, had missed out on before? I mean, yeah, number one is just connections with the people that I love and care about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I think two other things, the inability to travel, that was such a mm-hmm. part of what I loved about life. Not even travel anywhere exotic, just the ability to to go to the mall, like little, like, <laughs> leave the house, of course. I, I You being mall guy? I think I would have said that I'm like... I'm not a homebody, but I'm certainly somebody, I'm a big mall guy. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm certainly somebody that like, uh, would have said like, you know what? I, I really just love being at home and that's by and large true, but, uh, I didn't realize how much energy I got and mm-hmm. how much fulfillment I got from being out there in the world. Yeah. So that like that they'll travel, I guess is a good way to just kind of be a blank, blanket umbrella there. And if you're listening, uh, any of my colleagues at work, you are obligated by law we have lawyers lined up. You are obligated by law to turn this podcast off right now. Um, the other thing that's made it clear is how little I want or how easy it can be for your work, the job that you have, if you're fortunate enough to have one, how easy it can be for them to that just be your whole identity mm-hmm. in a time like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do consider myself fortunate for being able to work during this time and nonetheless, don't want to make that just my life, mm-hmm. the thing that I think about and care about and obsess over, because I also understand that I'm just a giant, a cog in a giant machine. Sure. And so that kills me too, because it's one of the very few things that I can still just spend as much time as I want doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I take, I, we've all been um, stripped of the things that we'd rather spend more time doing, like human connections and travel. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well, I think just to touch on that point you just made, I think the throwing yourself into work is, um, it is a reaction that many people have. I think especially Americans, like when you really hear about the way work is talked about here versus elsewhere in the world, like that is um, sort of the default, right? Mm-hmm. Is like when things are stressful or whatever, you just throw yourself into your work. And I mean, that's good for people like, the president of the United States or the Pope or something like that. Like they should want to do that. But and you yeah. know, the president's thrown himself into <laughs> his work right well, now. Traditional presidents, I guess. Uh, but yeah, for, yeah. for people like us and where it doesn't, it's never going to feel like we're never making that big of an impact on the world. If we throw ourselves into whatever our work happens to be. Um, yeah. So I've, and I've never been someone to like fully obsess over something and throw myself into one thing only. Yeah, which is both sort of frustrating to me and I think keeps me balanced, though, especially in times like this. And right now you're getting punished for being a jack-of-all-trades. Right, right, because there's not a whole lot to do besides the, yeah, right. stay home and, and work every day. Right. And, I mean, I'm the same way. I'm also like, not very good at anything and am okay at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, as evidence, we're both this way by the quality of this podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, by the way, we're recording on the floor of Joey's home office. Keeping a respectable, of course. responsible, uh, we'll post pictures, we will, about our pictures setup. Pictures are taken. Um, but yeah, I, I I feel the same way. Like, I, I worked really hard for years to uh, craft a life 
a balanced life, one that I can, you know, I care, I, I spend time with the people I care about. I try to do good in ways that are outside of work and my own friend group. And, uh, you know, I try to learn new skills and have new hobbies and all of that's taken away. And basically what you're left with is do work. And that's mm-hmm. if you're lucky. And again, and you, you kept a that's job because yeah. there's a lot of people that who weren't even said. left with that. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, you know, those are just two, there's no win there. Um, and so it's, yeah, the world does seem to have changed, but I think an optimistic view of it is much like Miller Coors posted on their website. Some things don't. And when we are able to kind of get over this and get through this as a society and we move forward, hopefully, um, hopefully like the, the, the lessons learned here, what at least I've found the perspective I've gained as to what I care about. I keep with me and mm-hmm. I don't just go, ah, fuck it. Here we are back in the world. And <laughs> right. I make the same, doing the same shit I've always done. Right. But honestly doing the same shit I've always done sounds just lovely right now. Right. To a certain degree. Yeah. You had been doing the things that you mm-hmm. really enjoy and get energy from. So the fact that it's been taken away, but I think there is something to the idea that you could, when this is all, you know, over or mostly in control, like sort of restructure your life to be more of, something that you want it to be yeah or like this stripping away of all of the extraneous things that you could possibly do right um, i don't want to take that. all that baggage back right. i want to just take back what i what i know i lost and what i feel hardest that i lost so do you know what you'd want to get rid of besides wow. the i mean the work thing is one thing that is yeah and that's you know something you've and we have all sort of consistently struggled with or like tried to keep at bay and like compartmentalized enough where we get the work done proud of the work but it also doesn't define us like yeah is there anything else that comes to mind that you want to get rid of i think um ironically like just time killing activities things that like i used to do because whatever i was bored right got three minutes to fill right twitter and so yeah certainly twitter and things like that which is something i've done i've tried really hard to get away from during all this i don't ever want to take back with me um, I don't know. That's a really tough one. I wonder if that'll emerge or if I will make the mistake of just kind of taking the good and the bad of the life that I had. This, it, it does absolutely feel like a, a reset for everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking about it. You mentioned our studio is shut down right now. Like we don't. The future is murky for that. Mm-hmm. Um, can that be a reset when we reopen? But I think everybody's lives are going to have that when we go back to it. So I, I guess I don't. I don't have a as clear a picture as to what. I have dropped from my le- from pre-COVID life, yeah, and I won't want to take with me, and and hopefully that just emerges when I'm able to do everything again. Um, hopefully, I use that reset to, to fill part of my life with the things that I care about, and the rest of it with discovery and new ideas and a new perspective. Mm-hmm. In some ways, that that can be. Something to a light to look forward to at the end of the tunnel. It's not a good thing. I'd rather this never happened and hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> didn't die and get sick. Yes, of course. But if we, you have to try to look through the positive of all this. We can't just um, think about the the horrible impact of this. We we've all spent plenty of time thinking about that. At mm-hmm. least I hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and so that's my positive is is to try to use this as a, a reset, a rebrand, if you will. Uh, much like Miller Lite has gone through for the... I don't know how to segue back in. <laughs> they actually did that go through a That was a valiant a effort, though. They yeah, did. this is the original label, They've right? gone back to the original label. Nostalgia, a fine Pilsner mm. beer. And and they've done this. This was the rebrand, I believe not... It happened 
uh, not long before we did the first episode. Yeah, I think you're right. Back to I this think you're right. Logo. It was a big deal. They're just calling it light again. Mm-hmm. We got some can copy here. It's been a while since we've done a can copy segment. Cold cans can copy. Cold cans can copy. Okay, so we use. Hold on, hold on. Oh, the banjo handy. Banjo clock. Ready? Yep. Inside is a fine Pilsner beer, brewed with the highest quality ingredients. We use choice hops from the Pacific Northwest, as well as Noble Saz hops. I don't know if that's how you pronounce Saz, but I'm sure Zach Jabal will correct me. They deliver more taste, aroma, and color with only 96 calories for 12 ounces. That's Cold Cans, Can Copy. Wow. Wow. I didn't listen to any of that because it was way too hard to just try to play when I was playing. <laughs> but it sounded good. Well done on the banjo. Should we... You've been plucking away at that thing in QT? That's another thing. But working on the... What I wanted to do is I've been working on a book for three years and it sucks and I have to rewrite <laughs> half of it. It doesn't suck. I, 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 I had to rewrite a lot of it. I want to rewrite a lot of it. I want to, And I thought, quarantine, okay. This is a great time for me to do it. I've been way too emotionally and intellectually drained mm. uh, during quarantine to work on that. However, a music instrument, my brain mapped to that. Mm. That felt less like homework and eating vegetables and more like, I'll oh, pluck away at this son of a bitch. Uh, and that's been good. Nice. So, yeah, a little bit of banjo. Cool. Uh, you, so, speaking of, Nick. Let's speak of it. One, Some breaking news. <gasps> um, breaking brews? Is that what we stole from... Uh, Doughboys, they have breaking chews there. Oh, right. Did we say breaking brews previously? Did I just make that up? Let's do it. Well, we had What's on Tapper with, with Jake, Jake Tapper. Tapper. Can we... So, Jake... Well, okay, hold on. Uh, what no, news I don't want to do it. Done? I thought we had a Rachel Maddow one. Um, was it Mad Dog? Rachel Mad Dog? No, that's not no. a beer. Now I don't know. If you don't want to do it, we don't have to do it. We don't. We shouldn't. The do listeners it. want us. To I was trying to think of riff a name <laughs> of uh, what do we have? Cami Rapson was on WBAY News Green Bay. So Canny, Canny Ramps Ramson Rapson. Okay, and uh, Bill Bill Jarts. That's Bill. That should Jarts. be pretty easy. It Jarts. should be Bill. Uh, Blatt, Blatt, Blatt's, uh, right. I think Jarts. I think Blatt's is stuck in my head. Bill Blatt's for Bill Bill Jarts. Blatt's and Canny Rapson here with uh, What's on Tap. Okay, the news is you want to replace our intro music for oh, right. copyright infringement purposes. <laughs> um, but more than the that... lawyers what, are bleeping this entire portion. <laughs> what do you think... You'd want what kind of vibe? Like one thing that works with the intro I, music is yeah. a lot of energy, right? That I think Sufjan it's the song. same vibe, just something that would be legal to have on the show. I think we make our own baby. Yeah, Cold Cans the band, touring Cold Cans band, the Cold Cans band, and we're here to say we're gonna wrap this beat in a very fine way. I'm sitting here during COVID time. That's not a time that I love anymore. That's it. <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> well, so we could just yeah, we could make royalty some music. free music, or we make some right. You could do a slick little banjo. I think um, we'll lose every last drop of <laughs> listenership if we make our own intro music. Uh, it could be fun though. Maybe a side project for episode two fifty. When I, I 
listeners should know Nick and I are on different ends of whether we should replace the music and when Sufjan sues us and we lose everything that we both have Mm. I'll admit I'm wrong (laughs) because I think it might happen Uh, well Cold Cans LLC is a subsidiary of Cloud (laughs) Studios podcasting which which is very close to bankruptcy anyway so Sufjan come and get it (laughs) I uh I think have we ever even talked about the, fact that, the that song? The song is uh, the man of oh fuck, what is it? The man of Metropolis man, steals oh, yeah, our hearts. Steals our hearts, yeah. By Sufjan, that is on his Illinois album. Illinois, Come yeah. on and feel the Illinois is a great album. I've been getting into him recently. Yeah, a friend Spencer yeah, that's good turned me back on quarantine music. I think. Yeah, Michigan range of yeah Illinois range of emotions. And you he was Sufjan supposed man? to do a. I I dabble with Sufjan. I don't I don't know that much of his stuff. Um, but yeah, he's fun. He was great live at that music festival we were at. Oh, I know. music festivals. <laughs> Though I'll never go back to one. I would like the chance oh, yeah, to. Yeah, you're anti-music festival guy. I was just never that big in, into it. I think I don't like it enough to go through the hassle. Yeah, it is certainly a hassle. You, especially when you're camping. If it's a couple-day music festival. It's who coined the term of the type type two fun. Is that Flunker or you or someone else? That you... I, well, it's certainly a that's a like pop culture thing. That's is not, it. But uh, Flunker, I think, introduced it to me. Okay, Matt, so, who's on our ones and twos right now? Matt's still, on the ones Matt. And twos. No, don't take the mic. Um, he talked about tier two fun, which is the type of stuff where you go and do it, and it isn't necessarily a complete blast. And then you look back on it and you feel fulfilled mm-hmm. and did a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Hiking's and even like more that. than that, I think in the moment it might even be painful or might even sure. you're like God. This sucks. And I think... And then after the fact, it's like, oh, wow, that was a great experience. Music festivals have a mix of type two fun and just regular fun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm having a great time, but I agree with you that that hassle portion of it does suck in the moment. It's like, oh, these people suck. All of these people, this group, I'm dealing with all of this. Mm-hmm. Someone's being an asshole. The camping is brutal. Driving all the way out there. But I always look back on those memories Fondly, I'll remember them for the rest of my life. For sure, for sure, and I won't take that away from that experience. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I, I, I there's a picture of uh, you, me, uh, our friend Spencer, and my wife Devin, and we're like legitimately laughing in it. Mm-hmm. It's a very rare picture <laughs> that that's happening. Right, where real laugh is captured. And yeah. uh, I look back on that; it's one of my favorite memories ever. Like just in the, there's the music festival we're talking about is called Sasquatch. If if the world ever starts turning again and you make your way out to the Pacific Northwest, you have to go to a music venue called The Gorge. Uh, Google it. It's just beautiful. And it, it really, like, those, I don't know, I value those types of things in is my Sasquatch life. Sasquatch canceled, by the way? Yeah, so, so Sasquatch itself is done. But, but the they Gorge still has do stuff. Out. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, you can go to the Dave but, Matthews Experience for, like, three uh, days. Where yeah. He does the headliner every night. Yeah, and not to, not to <laughs> squash. In the morning. <laughs> I think we found our new theme song. I don't know. I don't know how to play it. <laughs> play Hands Marching. Uh, I'll learn Hands Marching. Hands Marching. Hands Marching. Let's do it. Play it. Play the hit. Um, no, yeah, not to Real time, not I'm going to look up Hands Marching. You keep going. Okay, not to ignore from your point there, but... Um, so that's the type of experience as well that you're you're sort of longing for. Because yeah. that is uniquely non-pandemic stuff. Yes. Like, thousands of people aren't going to gather together like that. Totally. It's, um, and it, it's, uh, it, it's painful to 
to know how much I took all that for granted, that we were mm-hmm. able to do stuff like that, you know, and, sure. and how many experiences I took for granted were available to me and I didn't cap, I didn't go and pursue, like how, how much of my life I chose to not live and to sit and watch Netflix and look at Twitter and right and pump my pud and all that. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. I, I'll edit that out. Colleagues, you already told to stop listening. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I and, and so then I look back on that both fondly and I'm happy I did it. Of course I miss it. And maybe that's another thing I can take with me going forward is like more of that, devote more of my life toward discovery and exploration. And, and, and when I'm in the moment of these uh, these things, experiences that I'm doing, if it's painful, stop being such a baby and kind of, <laughs> Suck it up and enjoy the moment. And if somebody's being an asshole and if I'm tired or I'm hungry, go through it because you're going to look back someday. Mm -hmm. This in a way is, is like looking back and reflecting. It's something you don't do until there's a moment of reflection. Maybe something, uh, uh, some trauma in your life or maybe just a significant change or maybe a pandemic. We have that opportunity right now. Yeah. At least take, take advantage of that. Yeah. I think that's a good point. And for me too, like, on that same wave uh, of thinking, that wave of thinking, that popular phrase. Uh, I, I didn't. I wasn't going to say anything. I'm past the saying that. Uh, and I'll probably forget the point I was going to make. But um, you were think you were you were on that popular wave. <laughs> okay, so the here is what I had. So at the music festival, there are yeah. a lot of things you can't control, and you do have to kind of like let yourself go with it. Otherwise, you will be miserable, pretty much. And I was never miserable during it. I think I just was like. Well, there were a lot of things going on that I was just like, I don't need to pay a bunch of money and spend four-day sure. weekend doing this. But living during this pandemic, there are also a ton of things we can't control. and Can or can't? Can't control. Cannot. And Got it's it. a good sort of lesson because I think in that music festival setting, I'm like thinking of like, okay, what could I do to change this so it is better for me? Yeah. Because I think to a certain degree, work life and just life in general benefit you when you are like okay how could i improve this or how could i change this situation i'm in for the better but like right now there's not a whole lot we can do that's proactive we can you know wear a mask or whatever to try to get out of it collectively but individually there's not a whole lot we can do so maybe that's a good lesson because in those moments the type two fun moments or just everyday life if you are willing to just like go with the flow a little more go with the dance of it rather than always trying to be like okay how can i put my little spin on this to make it slightly better for me and optimize which means right right which means it's optimized it's something i'm used to more so than it being truly something new maybe that's a good lesson to take out of this yeah it's a great that that resonated with me as you said that because also that wave you floating on that wave now i'm riding that wave (laughs) now i'm doing the uh surfer gesture pharaoh pharaoh oh baby yeah oh baby uh i completely agree and also maybe it it's like, because part of this whole dilemma is uh, we all want to do exactly what we want to do, what you were describing. Like, we want to control we're Americans. We feel we're Americans. And right now, we're all being called to do something we don't want to do, which is put a little mask on our little face. And we've got to, and you got to breathe into that, and it sucks. It gets too foggy. My glasses fog up. Um, and, and, and if you ride the wave, you'll find it's fucking a thing I have to do. Number one, everything will be easier. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, everyone else's lives will be a little bit right. better. It's I just have a, compassion. It's a way to find compassion is to just go with things. 
and this sucks right yeah, now. Yeah, to a but, certain degree, yeah. Right, unless we're, you know, unless we're uh, out there actively developing a vaccine or something along those lines, we have to kind of just go with it right now. Right. And just go with it doesn't mean selfishly battle for every, grab every inch you can get to get it where you want right. to go. right. It means be respectful for everyone. Let's all live through this shit. We're all in this together. Honda hey. told me that. And Hyundai. <laughs> you know, Did you have, buy a car after they said we're all in this together? I have uh, 125 cars <laughs> on retainer. For well, six with those years, unbeatable zero, financing offers, how could you pass? Percent, yeah. This summer, <laughs> you're not getting on any airplanes. There is a, a fucking, I think it's a Hyundai ad. It's like, this yeah. summer, you're not getting on airplanes. You're hitting the road yeah. like we used to. Yeah. I've heard it's the summer of road trips. It's the summer of road trips. Are there any summer of road trip sales events happening right now? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. We're going to inspect it... every little city along Route 66, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Is it truck month? No. What it... Eh, it might be truck month. <laughs> if it's truck month. Or maybe, I think June was truck month. I buy a truck every truck month. <laughs> I don't know where half of them are. Oh wow! But I, but zero percent APR. <laughs> you can't beat it. You're losing money if you yeah, don't. Yeah, true. That beats inflation mm-hmm. in a way, folks. <laughs> and that's been financial corner. By the way, how's the Miller Lite going down? I'm finishing the rest of it. Yeah, I got it down. It's you were prescient with your uh, uh, prediction at the beginning. Mm. With the first few sips, I'm not blown away. Sure. I don't want it. But there is something that builds with Miller Lite. It's true. It, there's enough substance there. Like, some light beers don't build. It's like, yeah, this is okay. And mm-hmm. then at the bottom, you're like, yeah, this is still okay. This is better. I wonder, I think we said that in the fucking first episode. Did we? we? Did. Watch your language. I'm sorry. Um, Julia, I apologize. <laughs> uh, we may have, yeah. But yeah, legitimately, this was better and better. And it just, like, so fits the the mood of, like, chatting with a buddy, solving the world's problems, sipping Miller Lite. I, th- that is the thing I value in life. Is yeah. doing funny get bits and gags and spills, mm-hmm. solving the world's problems, mm-hmm. having a couple too many Miller Lights, dropping f bombs on family friendly podcasts. We uh, <laughs> put the explicit tag on every episode. Have you been putting the explicit tag on every anchor episode? Yeah, I have. I have. You have to put the explicit you do. tag on the E. We got the E. We're an E-tagged uh, uh, podcast E used to be for everyone. Now it means explicit. <laughs> How can I keep it straight? I'm playing Madden 05 on PC, and it says E for everyone, and now E is explicit. That's not for everyone. I was going to say, this is a unique character. This is stubborn boomer guy who else from, plays the, video games? from the Midwest who, is, who understands the video game rating system. How E is for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> takes umbrage oh. with podcasting uh, overriding the val- the letter E to mean explicit. It's been too long since we've done characters. Should Those we do mean... character work? Maybe in future episodes. we got to wrap this puppy up. <laughs> no, that's not Somebody just thing. came in the door. No, close the door. I don't okay. even remember what Brett Carve sounded like. I oh, couldn't even man. do Brett Carve. Brett Carve uh, was the olive loaf guy, yeah, right? Uh, I don't. I don't have. I don't have it in. I have no idea what he sounded like. I don't. Even I think remember I recording that episode though. That was a fun. That was like a. It was in your cold. Apartment. Yeah, winter night. And we yeah. just like we're having the Wells banana bread beer or whatever. When eating all of found magic with uh, our character work. Yes, Brett Carve and Brody Ovac, uh, two fan <laughs> favorites. I don't even really know if I could highlight. give you a Jesse anymore. 
Oh, I don't really? think I have it in me. You've lost... I got Bernie. All... I consulted Bernie. Okay. You've had all quarantine to perfect Jesse, who may be launching an independent run for the presidency. <laughs> or no, what's he running for? Senator in Minnesota? I was once a governor, <laughs> and now I'll be running for Senate. Thank you for having me back on. It's been I've been embargoed from the Cold Hands <laughs> podcast. This actually came out quite a bit better than I thought it was going to come out, Sounds to good. be completely frank with you. Please. Frank Stallone, good friend of mine. <laughs> All right. That was pretty read, good. Read uh, Beer Advocate in Palum's voice, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> We won't I know, be able I've... to distance ourselves enough to be able to do pollen because I can watch the spittle come out of the mouth. Of <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Miller Lite. Beer Advocate, Miller Lite. BA gives this beer, 4.17% ABV, 53, or awful. Yeah, I kind of vaguely remember that. It's it's an awful beer. I think we described it as it tastes like rinsing out an old bar rag at the end of the night. Right. Maybe that was Olympia. That might have been, yeah, you were saying that, which I, I think is a bit harsh. Yeah, I was having a lot of fun. So the most recent review on Beer Advocate is a 4.37 out of 5. Oh, wow. <laughs> From someone in Illinois. Great beer, in my opinion. On, we are talking Illinois. about, come on, feel the Illinois. We are talking about the light beer category, and I consider Miller Lite one of the best light beers out there. In my respectful opinion, from the mass produce companies. And there were no commas there, mind you. <laughs> oh, here it's we go. Nice I don't know, know if he this... was respectful. It's nice to know his opinion was respectful. Yes, yes. I, I don't know if this is going to be good or not. I haven't read it. Oh, no. This <laughs> Zach Patrie is not going to like this next bit. Uh oh. History lesson about Miller Lite. <laughs> it was once called Meister Brow Lite, which was a Chicago brand. I happen to live in Chicago. Miller acquired them when they went bankrupt and rebranded the name. Meisterbrow invented light beer, technically, but Miller is still using the original recipe to this day. <laughs> so all the Wisconsin people, you're drinking a Chicago recipe. Just a heads up. <laughs> Smiley face. I love that he found a way to attack Wisconsin people. Oh, he, there's a bitter border feud between... But why Zach Patria in the state of Illinois? Oh, I, I know that. But why does Chicago? Shouldn't they need should, right? Shouldn't they be the, the Milwaukee be the little brother? Why are they attacking? <laughs> it is funny. Should yeah. be Milwaukee attacking Chicago, Chicago? Yeah, a city of like ten million people. Is, right. Yeah. Guess what, Wisconsin? It's a Chicago <laughs> recipe from nineteen sixty-two. <laughs> we don't even know if that's factually accurate for what it's worth. Um, but anyway, yeah, in in the Cold Cans rankings, by the way, that was the other page I was pulling up. Yes. I went to coldcanspodcast.com slash rankings. Miller Lite is 79. In the deplore, firmly in the deplorables. So this debuted, if you look up Miller Lite on Wikipedia, you'll find in the awards <laughs> section of Wikipedia, you'll find that uh, the beer debuted as number one on the list of top 100 beers by Cold Cans Podcast. That was back when we had a competent uh, webmaster um, handling our... Brian? Our, uh, yeah, when... <laughs> Rest in power, Brian. Uh, um, but Miller Lite was... What? <laughs> Miller Lite was re-ranked. Brian is alive. The great power we Hour re-ranked. Didn't Brian come back on the show? I think he did, yeah. He snuck back in. I don't remember what episode. We thought that he was murdered, chopped up, and oh, tossed he, in the toilet by right. the studio. But, but he, he got on mic. In. He got on mic. Yeah. I think it was the end of the last, the 100th episode. 100th episode. Nice. Go That's back fun. and listen. We had a lot of fun that episode. That. 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it's, I, I wasn't saying anything, though. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the deplorables, which goes from 71 to, holy shit, 93. Oh, wow. Do we and need I think, another tier? I, well, I think at the very least, with that big of a tier, we're going to have to go through and um, we're going to have to read these out. So at 93, I'm going to read it uh, taint to tip. At 93, we have Olympia. 92, Milwaukee's Best Premium. 91, Bud Light Orange. Then Bud Ice. Facts. New Belgium's next series presents Passion Fruit Kolsch. Molson Canadian, Qingtao and Schlitz now. America Budweiser Miller 64. Michelob Ultra with Henry Weinhardt's Private Reserve Pub Beer, Miller Lite, Schaffenheffer, Applewise and Grapefruit Beer, Miller Genuine Draft, Rolling Rock, Bitburger, Pabst Blue Ribbon, Guinness Draft Stout, Bud Light, Lime and Bush Light. Wow. That sucked. I didn't want to do it. I stand that. Don't stand it. Okay. Stan is Baratheon. We stand this Baratheon. That's pretty That's good. what they Did said. Did you steal that? No. Just I mean, I'm sure that exists. That's too easy for it not to exist. I always liked status Baratheon for someone who's like into gaining status on airlines and such. Status Baratheon. Yeah. That's my username on Capital One. Gonna say status if, if Baratheon. If there was like a Capital One social networking app. <laughs> yeah. You'd, you'd put your username as status I'm a big Facebook in. pay guy. What is Facebook pay? That They tried to do that? I think it still exists. Oh, yeah, you can make payments. We were making payments uh, under the table to uh, some of our <laughs> studio employees for a while. Oh, really? No, I don't think we were. We... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miller Lite is number 79. Uh, this is New Opportunity. So do we want it to is. give it a new opportunity? Wow. I think it has to because I'm a big recency bias boy. <laughs> so it is below Miller Genuine Draft, which yeah. I mean Miller Genuine Draft is good. I don't I don't think Miller Lite should be ahead of it, but I don't know, maybe it stays where it is. Cuz some things never change. Wow. Sometimes the world changes and some things hell, they never change. I think it should stay right there. 79. <laughs> we've decided we've solved the world's problems Miller Lite is exactly where it needs to be <laughs> but things they just don't change